Bam 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. This is Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. This is the podcast where we explore anything and everything self-help. We cover best-selling books, thought-provoking questions, have guest interviews, you name it. We do it. We do it. And the we that that disembodied voice is talking about is the one and only <laughs> Lisa Linky. And sitting across from me, staring into my eyes as if we're doing pottery, is the one and only Misty Stinnett. That's right. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Welcome back, Lisa. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, great. <laughs> well, you? Misty, we've just had the holidays. We we did. What was your favorite gift that you received? No pressure. I did give you great gifts. Oh my god, maybe. Um, I'm just gonna go favorite gift that you gave me. No, you can say of all. Okay, so Lisa got me this. It let's call it a hybrid coat slash sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And it's like a sleeping bag with no feet that you can wear and armholes, but you also can zip up the armholes and close the feet and sleep in it like a little sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. You like that? Wow. What are you up to? I'm very nervous. No, no I'm, I'm glad that you liked that. That was Lisa's looking at me wide eyed. Like she has an eight inch blade behind her back. I'm, yeah. You like that? Cause here's a blade. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk today about the science behind giving bad gifts. Bad gifts. Yes. There's a I don't need any help it. with that. That's true. Um, <gasps> not true. You gave me wonderfully thoughtful gifts. Shots fired. So I subscribe to the New York Times, and one of the newsletters that you can get from that is Just like your state daily newsletter. So I get like Monday through Friday an email, a summary of California news. Oh, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> and so. Um, I also get the essential California newsletter from the LA Times. That's the one this came from. But I just want to humble brag about how much I read on news. Okay. So at the end of the year, beginning of December, there was in the essential California uh, summary Mm -hmm. newsletter, Mm -hmm. kind of like a a amalgamation of um, other studies and things that have been written about giving gifts. Mm. So... Um, and I love that they said this. Uh, so uh, Kareem Dumar um, put this together, but it's sourcing from a lot of different and the link to the um, article will be in show notes. But I love that he says it is the season of high hopes, great expectations, and honestly, grave, dif- grave disappointment. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, you are probably not going to be surprised to learn that there's a, actually a body of research that addresses the widespread phenomenon of present resentment, (laughs) which is called, this is true, miscalibrated gift choice or self other mismatch. I just want to say real quick that this is not where we should be putting our time, energy, or tax dollars. I disagree. I disagree. Why? Here's why. Well, you'll know after I talk about these things. Okay. So, because more often than we'd like to admit, we are giving or receiving gifts that aren't quite right. Yeah. 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 So, um, here's one, here's the main reason. Givers tend to think about the surprise, the joy, the moment that of the person opening the gift when they think of what to get them. Mm-hmm. Receivers consider long-term implications of 
owning the gift. Oh, boy. So people often err in predictions of others' preferences. I don't know what you like as well as you do. Mm -hmm. And this can actually weaken a relationship. Because it makes you feel unseen. Uh Uh-huh. It makes, like, when I get... Or uncomfortable. Or it's, like, something where I'm like, oh, my God, this is a burden now, and I have to, like, keep track of this thing or store this thing or dust this thing. Yes. So it comes down to what the giver and the receiver are valuing, Mm -hmm. and they're valuing two different things. Mm -hmm. So the givers value that moment of the exchange. They want to see the the excitement, the surprise, the bedazzled, right? Like yeah. they they want delighted, they want it, they want them to feel touched. So they're thinking about that moment. Mm. And a receivers are thinking about the value throughout the ownership of this thing. Right. Yeah. If I was like, I gave you a horse. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. Immediately you're like, I don't want a horse. I'm like, I, I cannot. I don't keep even this know horse. how exactly. I don't even know how what. Right. Although, real quick, one one time, I this was one of the most vivid <laughs> dreams I ever had. I dreamt that I was suddenly responsible for a baby elephant, and all this baby elephant would eat was corn pops, like in a big bowl of milk. <laughs> but like the store was out of corn pops, and I had to take this elephant with me. But it was growing really rapidly. It was like it was a whole. This so like I just want you to know I actually Clifford have ex- the big red elephant. <laughs> my brain has experience trying to process what happens if I'm gifted a large animal. I love it. Um, yeah. So the receiver is thinking about, is this better for me to own or not? Right. And then when they mm-hmm. open it and the gifter has all of these ideas, right. And in <sighs> the moment. So the givers are looking through an abstract lens. And the receivers are looking through a very concrete lens. So interesting. Yeah. So um, the the opinion is that givers should get should choose gifts based on how valuable they will be to the recipient throughout the ownership, mm-hmm. rather than how good a gift will seem when the recipient opens it. Wow. This is why Extreme Makeover Home Edition did not do very well because it was a huge rating success. But they increased the value of so many of those people's homes such that they could not afford their real estate taxes or the utilities. Oh, the size, my God. Right? Like, it's it's this oh wow factor, but they don't, they, they, it was not useful to them in terms of ownership. What a bummer. Right. I loved that show. I know, right? So the problem is, is that when you give a gift that isn't accurate, let's say, mm-hmm. isn't valued by the recipient, mm-hmm. The giver still has this idea of reciprocity. We live in a culture where reciproc- reciprocity is implicit. I take you out to dinner, yeah. you at least send a thank you note, or you buy wine, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And this transcends culture. So it's not something that's just unique to us. Gift giving is in every single culture. Mm-hmm. So that's why we were so stressed in the, in the holiday season. We're not just gift shopping we're proving to ourselves and our loved ones the value of the bonds that we share. It's a really tricky and oh, delicate, yeah, especially no, I for hate like it. extended family members or even for you. Mm-hmm. I was gift shopping for you. So, um, side note: my family does not exchange gifts mm-hmm. on Christmas mm-hmm. or at the holidays, and we haven't for probably 15 years. Mm. If we do, if we do anything, it's usually just like give a donation, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that feels so much better. Cause it's like, we, you know, before we implemented this policy, we were buying all these gifts 
that nobody actually wanted. It's mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Spending all this money and then being like, oh my gosh, I now have this pile, this giant pile of things that I don't know what to do with. This is very burdensome. Mm. So we stopped a long time ago, but I knew you were getting me gifts. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple of people in my life I had to buy gifts for. And I it stressed me out. <laughs> it stressed me out. But okay, can you really quickly mm-hmm. talk about the one of the main gifts I gave you and the long-term ownership process. Oh, Misty got me a boat and I live nowhere near the ocean. <laughs> it's not helpful. And I've been trying to sell it desperately. That's right. And in addition to that, I got you a reductress calendar, which is our favorite. You also enjoy that. Oh, a hundred percent. But it's because every single day mm-hmm. for a year, mm-hmm. we get to turn the page and there's another funny headline. Yeah. And it makes us laugh every day. Yeah. You're such a good gift giver. Stop. Okay. This has turned into me bragging. Sorry, guys. Anyway, the point is. Well, the other. So as I am thinking about these gifts to give, I want to make sure I give something that reflects the value of our relationship, which is why sometimes you get a gift from someone who's like, you are my best friend. And it's like. I don't know your last name, right? Like oh boy. the the gift exchange is very awkward. That's a whole comedy trope, you know? Like yeah. I got you this huge thing. Oh, I got you a pen, right? Yeah. Um, was it a nice But pen? also it's not just, <laughs> it was a LeBlanc. Okay. Oh, so like okay. get off, get okay. off my jock. Um, <clears throat> but it's not just gift giving. So researchers show that our entire social order is implicitly and explicitly built around reciprocity. So this is just another extension of it. Mm. And, Even though you and your family don't give gifts, let me tell you, a study earlier this year found that gift giving improves the mood and well-being of the giver. So why Mm. is your family determined to be depressed? Listen, (laughs) it's a complicated question about the holidays. It can reduce feelings of loneliness. Oh, that's gift giving. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about someone outside of your charitable things. Yeah. So they give three pieces of advice. Okay. Drop elaborate surprises. Oh. Because we all dream of giving the perfect surprise gift, but we're so bad at registering other people's preferences. It's, we're probably not going to get the reaction that we want out of them. And it, and then we've put in all this effort for this one moment. God. I, by the way, I feel so, because I'm not a good actor <laughs> when I get a gift that I don't like. And so I just go, oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was so thoughtful. But it's not like, and then I just feel so guilty for not being like, wow. But I I also, I don't want to be disingenuous. Yeah. I do think that like, that's why wish lists at at holidays are so important in our society. So so that that we make sure we meet the expectations of certain people who write wish lists every year and maybe mail them off. See what I'm saying? Is that you? (laughs) No, Misty. Children. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) mean to santa yeah yeah that's why it's important so santa knows what what everybody wants that's why santa always gives the best presents because he knows exactly what you want yeah that's right the second step and is real he is yeah the tip is keep it simple just keep it simple even a card a well like a meaningful meaningfully written card is Mm. more valued by the person than um the thing itself that's right wait so how is that so drop elaborate stuff and keep it simple are two different ones sounds like the same one well no because keeping something simple versus an elaborate surprise is you know like the lexus commercials of a new car with a red ribbon on it Mm -hmm. snl had a great parody of that where she was like we can't afford 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then get on the same page. Establish ground rules. Yeah. So when I do friends mess with my friends back in Chicago, we set like it's fifteen bucks. You know, yeah. and some people don't, and that's also okay. Yeah. It's whatever people want to do. Um, and we usually give people the same thing so that it's not like everybody got a, a gift card to Subway and you got a beautiful brand new Dyson hairdryer. Right. <laughs> That'd be so bad. Yeah. So Although um, the Subway sandwiches can really blow your hair back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but you can establish the ground rules, like financial ground rules, categories, handmade only, mm-hmm. regifted, whatever. Like, yeah. That's a nice way to keep it kind of on the level. That's so great. And I have to say for anyone feeling discomfort around like putting together a wish list and being like, oh God, I shouldn't ask for that. Mm. I have to say- It makes it easy. In the past, I was receiving a lot of gifts that I just was like, oh no, now I have to exchange. And if they ask like, where is that thing? I have to lie about it or whatever to not hurt their feelings. I finally just was like, look, if you insist on getting me gifts, here are like 10 different things I would really love to receive. And while it felt uncomfortable, it felt less uncomfortable than the alternative. We always used to use Amazon wishlist. And then Mm -hmm. for your birthday, or if I wanted to just get something for you, I knew exactly what you wanted. Oh, right? we should do that. And then, but this this year, my family switched switched to Giftful, which is an app. Mm. And like, you can link to things and you can make different kinds of lists. And it was really helpful. Everybody got what they wanted. Great. Lisa, so how do you think you did with the gifts you gave me? Oh, I knocked it out of the park. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, I, how do you think I did with the gifts I gave you? Well, there's only one that... <laughs> I love your gifts. There's the only one that I was like, oh, okay, was the Midwestern language book. Yeah. Which I was a joke as a bit gift. Oh, it's great. No. And we're going to like read it on the couch. Have you looked at it at all? No. I was out of town. You don't have to listen. If you don't value it, you can burn it. I don't want to burn it. Misty burns books, everybody. I don't. (laughs) It's only on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah. And that one is for me. And I know that. But yeah. that wasn't the only thing I got you. <laughs> no, I said the only I know, one but that, that you... Have been if I was like, here, here's this fun book that I like. <laughs> no. Also, one of my favorite gifts that Lisa got me is a banana hat. It's a hat that goes on your nana banana hat. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Nana hat. That's what they're called. Yeah. To, and it has it's a little beanie with a little silicone hat underneath that you put on bananas to keep them from getting overripe. Mm-hmm. And they ripen it. less quickly. That's right. That's and it. That's the science behind giving bad gifts. That's super helpful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And everybody, um, if you have a story, oh my God, I would love to read this (laughs) on an episode. If you have a story of like a terrible gift you were given, please, please write to us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a newsletter Mm. and it is just down and dirty, short, sweet, potent, self-help tips to look the look on Lisa's face is absolute horror what is down and dirty (laughs) down and dirty self-help tips uh delivered to your inbox weekly it's not going to take up a lot of your time but it will hopefully be very very helpful and if you want to get on that train sign up at gohelpyourself.co everybody life Life is is abundant. abundant Go Help Yourself was produced in Los Angeles, California by Lisa Linky and 
Misty Stinnett. Original music by Matt Sav, who is Brilliant. honestly a genius. Such a genius. Yes. Please visit us at gohelpyourself.co or write to us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Misty, you're a gift. You're a gift. You're a gift. I'm putting you under the tree. Bye.